The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. UFC champions are a rare breed. John Jones has regained the throne! These title holders represent the very best of their weight classes. Oh, she heard her! Amanda Nunes knocks Chris Cyborg out cold! The track record's the proof. They are a cut above the rest. That is what champions are made of. At 185 pounds, it's undisputed champion Robert Whittaker. UFC 234 in his home country of Australia will welcome members of his division, representing the past, the present, and the future. Challenging Whitaker for his belt will be Kelvin Gaston, a relentless pressure fighter with lightning quick finishing ability, who's long held high hopes for gold. All my life, this is all I visualized, and now is the time. The one-two from Gasol. He's strong, he's hungry, he's young. Oh, my God! But he's not going to make it through the night. Tonight's co-main event features the greatest middleweight in UFC history. His legendary former champion, Anderson Silva, makes his long-awaited return to MMA. At one time, the best fighter living pound for pound on Earth. With a laser focus, the ultimate prize. Bang! He makes you pay. Anderson's come back to prove I have a chance to take my belt. Standing in his way is the new breed of freestyle fighter. The way he throws those shots... Undefeated kickboxing and MMA champion, Israel Adesanya. I've watched him play the game for years. Now look how the tables have turned. Oh, big left down right. Now the uppercut at the knee. I get to fight him and whoop his ass. I aim and fire down the barrel. That's the last style bender, folks. Before the land down under plays host to the first pay-per-view event of the year. Witness multiple generations of marquee middleweights. This kid is on another level. Prepare to write their legacies in Melbourne. This is UFC 234. This is your UFC 234 preview, and this is the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Coming off the back of a very impressive episode one of the fight show, where the picks went four and one, Manny Pacquiao managed to win on points against Adrian Broner went three and one with our UFC picks. Only the main event let us down where TJ Dillashaw was mauled by Henry Cejudo. I still think it was a very early finish, but we were nowhere near cashing our points bet for that one. It was an out and out first round stoppage, but we did go three and one with the other picks. And obviously our main bet on Manny Pacquiao on points did land. So a strong start for the fight show in episode one, hoping for more here on episode two, as we cover the first major UFC card of 2019, UFC 234. And we have a main event fight, which is obviously worthy of main eventing. And we have a co-main event fight, which is 
in itself worthy of main eventing as we see Addison Silva take home Israel Adesanya. Um, this could be the big send-off for Adesanya and it could conversely be the retirement fight of Anderson Silva if it goes according to the script, which would be Israel Adesanya knocking out Anderson Silva. Much easier said than done. We will come to that fight second. We're going to start with the main event where Calvin Gastelum challenges Robert Whittaker. And Gastelum has been a long time pretender, uh, has been there or thereabouts, has had problems making weight, has had problems with camps, uh, has had problems with trainers. But when you cut all of that shit out, what you do have is a world-class MMA fighter and a world-class UFC fighter and a worthy contender here for Robert Whittaker's title. I just don't see Robert Whittaker being dethroned in his hometown. What I think UFC will want to come out of this fight is Robert Whittaker's next defense. I think they would want him as a company to get through Calvin Gastelum here and then face the winner of whoever wins that co-main event. And it's marketable either way. Either you have the new sensation or you have the sensational comeback of Anderson Silva. But I think primarily... What UFC will be looking for here is for Robert Whittaker to, to get past Calvin Gastelum. But that's not going to be an easy feat. Um, both people here in this fight are strikers. Uh, Gastelum is a pressure striker. He's going to come forward. He's going to put the pressure on. It's going to be hard for Whittaker here to take rounds, even though he is the superior striker when it comes down to power. And um, he'll be looking to land that shot and try and end this before it reaches the full 25 minute. That's not to say that Whitaker has no chance of winning this fight if it does go down to points. It's just that his best chance would be to try and stop Kelvin Gastelum. And Kelvin Gastelum isn't a guy who's been regularly stopped here in the UFC. He only comes into this fight with three defeats at his entire record. And um, Whitaker himself has four. So this, this is going to be a tough fight to call. Looking at the odds on this fight, what we have here is... Whitaker priced up at the one to two, the minus two hundred favor favorite. Sorry, we have Calvin Gastelum, who's available at fifteen to eight, and uh, we have Whitaker via knockout at five to four. Whitaker via decision at two to one. Gastelum via knockout at thirteen to four, and Gastelum via decision at six to one. We have sixty-six to one on the draw here. Um, looking at the rounds here, we have over. Two and a half rounds at four to seven. I like that bet. Uh, I even like over three and a half rounds of five to six. Uh, fight to go to distance at six to five. There's not too much value there, I don't think. Uh, I think going over three and a half rounds, so uh, two and a half minutes into the championship rounds, is a better bet because anything can happen in that last seven and a half minutes. And if you're offering me six to five, or five to six. Um, I'm going to take five to six minus 120 as opposed to the plus 120 and not play out those final seven and a half minutes here in the odds. Um, as I said earlier, Kevin Gastelum is a pressure fighter. He will come forward. Um, he will apply pressure. He may not strike with um, as much power as Whitaker, but this certainly does lend itself to the possibility that Gaslam is going to pick up rounds here. I think it's going to be important for, for Whitaker to, um, to land the more significant strikes to catch the eyes of the judges. And of course, that's where home field advantage will come in. Um, so despite the fact that 
Kelvin Gastelum is more built to win this fight on points, he won't necessarily do so in front of an Australian crowd where Whitaker is 14 and 1 fighting in his own country. He's also riding a um, a nine fight win streak here. For me, I'm not going to get too fancy with this one. I'm not going to look at points. I'm not going to look at knockouts. I'm not going to look at rounds. I'm going to look at a straight minus 200 bet here on Whitaker to win this fight. There's bigger fights out there for him. And in turn, there's bigger fights out there for the UFC. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum, I do feel is quite overdue uh, for reaching this pinnacle and finally becoming a UFC champion, but I don't think it's going to happen for him today uh, or or tomorrow, rather. I think that Gastelum will come up short um, one way or the other, and I think Robert Whittaker is going to take this fight, ride the uh, the 10-fight win streak, ride the 14-in-1 home record, uh, ride it out with Robert Whittaker here in the main event here in his hometown I think we are getting a fairly respectable price here and um, I do think that this one will close out with a happy, happy home country. Um, just to note as well, um, this is happening in the afternoon in Australia. So you are going to get this at your usual US time. So it's going to be 3 a.m. in the morning for, for me. And the main event's going to be going on around about 6 a.m. Um, US time, uh, depending on where you are in Vegas, that's going to be around about uh, 10 p.m. at night and obviously if you're watching that in New York or somewhere like that it's going to be around 1 a.m. for you guys so it's going to be normal UFC fight times um, for these Australians it's going to be um, in the afternoon so it's not going to have too much bearing on them I think at this point they'll be very much acclimatized to the entire thing um, it's not going to be that much of a big deal in my opinion to be fighting at three four five o'clock in the afternoon so let's just get that one covered as well because a lot of people may be wondering um, what time this is going to be coming on and if it's going to be especially as we coming from Australia it's going to be catered for you the US audience so this isn't going to be a problem for you to watch and uh, it'll work out fine as well for the guys over in Australia as well. Let's move on to that second fight, the co-main event that we wanted to to cover here um, fairly extensively. And of course, this one pits Anderson Silva against Israel Adesanya, uh, where the bookies are not giving Anderson Silva much of a chance here. They have Israel Adesanya priced up at 1-5, to five, minus 500 to win this fight. <clears throat> they have Anderson Silva available at 4-1. to one. Anderson Silva's mo- uh, method of victory, 7-1 uh, to one on the knockout, 10-1 to one on points. Uh, Israel Adesanya is 4-5 to five on the TKO, KO, um, so or, or submission, and um, he is two to one to win via decision. I don't have the uh, knockout and um, and knockout and uh, submission specific odds here because they're relatively pointless for this fight. Adesanya is not going to be going for a a submission against Anderson Silva. I, I think that if he gets it done, it's going to be specifically via knockout. Uh, the price of four to five does give you both options. If I do shop around and have a look at other bookies, uh, I can give you the, uh, the price specifics here. So I will do that for this fight because some of you are interested in that. So we have... Uh, Anderson Silva submission 14 to 1, 12 to 1 decision, and 17 to 2 via knockout at this particular place. Uh, Adesanya 
Again, four to five via TKO is exactly the same price um, if you uh, if you take it with the submission added. So it's relatively pointless um, even even figuring a submission is. It's as big as twenty five to one. It's not going to happen. There's only going to be two ways he wins this fight, and uh, that's going to be via a knockout or via decision. So what way are we leaning? Well. I, uh, I'm giving Anderson Silva a little bit more respect than some of the uh, than some of the pundits are, especially via this price. Um, both men are counterfighters, and um, it won't and won't be anxious to put themselves into bad spots. So I'm expecting this fight to easily surpass uh, the one and a half round mark at least. I don't see any kind of explosive early finish. As I said, they are counter punchers. They're not going to be looking to expose themselves to put them into any kind of bad spots. This fight to reach the entire distance is at plus 150. And for Adesanya to win this fight on points, it's two to one. That's the bet I like. Um, I I don't think that uh, Adesanya is going to win it uh, inside the distance. Um, Silver's sole legit knockout loss in the whole of USC came against Chris Weidman when he was massively fucking around. If you remember, he was on that undefeated streak for years and years and looked unbeatable. And then he came up against Weidman, got caught clowning around. And then, of course, in the rematch, ended up with that with that broken leg, uh, which was just a horrific injury back in the end of 2013. So I don't expect that Anderson Silva's going to be coming in here and playing games. And I don't think... Adesanya is going to come going, coming all guns blazing, looking for a knockout because Anderson Silva, even at his age of 43 years old, will be able to find a counterpunch and knock this guy's head off because this is Anderson Silva at the end of the day. This guy's still trying to get it done. And I think he knows his body a little bit better than we know his body, even though we all profess to be experts here and obviously it will have some effect he's not going to be the same fighter that he was six or seven years ago I just don't think that Anderson Silva at 43 is like a normal guy at 43 years old in saying that I do think that uh, age will have some factor. I do expect Adesanya to be the superior striker here. I do expect him to to land more shots and put more rounds in the bank. And I think when it comes down to being in the position that Israel Adesanya is in, and you can add the win of uh, Anderson Silva onto your resume, I don't think that you go hunting for a knockout on this night that's going to ruin everything. If the knockout's there, I think he'll take it. He's minus 145 to win inside the distance, but I much prefer this fight to go over 1.5 rounds, uh, even to touch the distance, but especially at plus 200, taking um, Israel Adesanya to win this fight on points and just outworking and outs and having more speed than uh, the aging Anderson Silva. But by no means am I expecting it to be a foregone conclusion that um, we have this big changing of the guard moment here. And Anderson Silva is banged out in some retirement with a spectacular Israel Adesanya knockout. Yes, Adesanya will probably go on to fight Robert Whittaker, but I don't think that he's going to have this spectacular knockout on his resume. Anderson Silva ain't no tomato can, even at the age of 43. So I'm leaning Adesanya on points here. And uh, I think this one could potentially go the distance for sure. Looking at a, uh, a couple of other fights here on the card that I just wanted to briefly gloss over before we close out. We've got um, Jim Crew 
versus Sam Alvary, uh, Smiling Sam Alvary. Uh, I haven't seen Smiling Sam Alvary participate in any kind of fight that's remotely entertained me in his career. Uh, I'm expecting this one to be relatively negative. I'm expecting it to be relatively boring. Um, I think Crute is the better fighter, but um, Sam Alvary just manages to grind and these boring wins out on points and uh, he's a massive four to one shot to win this fight on points crew to get it done on points uh, you can find that as big as two to one um i think the safest thing here is to take this fight to go to the distance it's 10 to 11 to go to distance yes it's 10 to 11 to go to distance no i would plod for yes because i just can't bet against sam alvary um, he's not that great of a fighter he's certainly not been in many interesting fights uh, never found his fights to be particularly good but he has stolen a lot of money off me in the past by grinding out points victories and i'm not going to bet against him in this fight i do fancy jim crook narrowly on points but you're much better off just taking the uh, the minus 110 here for the fight to go to distance as i think that it will do the final fight I want to look at on the main card is a complete and utter pick'em here, according to the bookies. We've got Ricky Simon taking on Reina Yaya, and um, I'm not seeing anything major here in terms of something where I want to put two, three units on, just probably a small half unit bet on Simon. Uh, Yaya constantly surprises me and impresses me, but he's gas tank is a bit of a liability and uh, Simon has some strong wrestling. I think um, if the younger man can survive the the early Yaya like onslaught, then I think Ricky Simon will be able to finish this fight um, or at least win the um, the last half of the fight on the cards. Um, much like um, Joe Soto did. Joe Soto took Yaya to pieces um, at the end of the fight uh, when he beat him. So I'm expecting something similar here for Ricky Simon. I think he's a good pick here as a pick -em, and uh, I think he will get the win over Rainer Yeah, um, One other bet I want to look at, um, just a quick double that I picked out from the prelim cards. I think you could win decent money uh, by putting together Devontae Smith and Jalen Turner. If you parlay those two together, so if you have a hundred pounds on that one it does end up returning uh, 215 pounds i like that as a prelim double and uh, running through the rest of the card as i said uh, i like ricky simon to win uh, i like the sam alvary fight to go to points i like israel adesanya to win on points although i also like that fight to go to distance and uh, outright i like whitaker to win in the main event against Calvin Gastelum. So that summarizes my picks. I will be giving out a few more picks over on my website at lockbetting.com where we have a very, very strong UFC record. There's also other stuff available on there such as uh, Premier League or EPL picks for tomorrow, uh, other soccer picks for tomorrow, and of course the European show which has an 18-3 and three lock record. So don't forget to go and check out lockbetting.com where, as I said, we will also have more picks here from this UFC card 
This has just been a general breakdown of the main card, and uh, you do have picks there for the main two fights, which I think most people will be focusing on because we have a strong card here where we have two fights at the top, and either one of them could have main evented, especially um, when you look at the um, logistics of the Israel Adesanya fight and Anderson Silva, where you have the greatest of all time um, going up against a prospect who's looking looking to take over the crown, an undefeated prospect as well it's a it's a really good script it's a really good recipe for uh for a big ufc card and uh, as i said adesanya and anderson silver could have easily main evented anywhere else but obviously whitaker has the edge here because a it's a title fight and b he's fighting in his home country so that's it for me i hope you guys enjoy this UFC card tomorrow. Hopefully we can keep the strong start running here on the fight show. I've been Billy. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring and I'm saying goodbye snow. Hello adventure. And during the Honda dream garage spring event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model ready to get rugged and take the off road in an all wheel drive Honda SUV like the CRV, HRV, pilot passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel efficient turbocharged civic or Accord. say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda dream garage spring event. Now at your local Honda dealer.